Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Lou, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors beat the Orlando Magic for the second straight game. By a score of 123 to 108, the Raptors have now won their last 10 straight games against the Magic, dating back to the 2019 playoff series. So ever since uh, DJ Augustine did his thing with 25 in Game 1 to beat the Raptors, the Raptors have beat them 10 straight times now. And uh, yeah, the story of the game tonight is Fred Van Vliet. I mean, you thought DJ Augustine scoring 25 was impressive. Fred Van Vliet scores 54 points. To break DeMar DeRozan's franchise record for scoring with 52 points that was set famously in a game that featured two overtimes and, uh, you know, Chris Middleton. And there's a lot of debate at the time who's better, DeMar, Chris Middleton. You know, of course, uh, a lot of people had Chris because he could shoot threes and supposedly didn't choke or play defense. Actually, that was the biggest thing. Apparently, Chris Middleton played defense. DeMar DeRozan put 52 on his head, and I I don't, I had not bought into that narrative since then um but yeah DeMar DeRozan had the record at 52 points and Fred Van Vliet now carries the all-time Raptors record for most points in a game with 54 points and um I mean you know if, if ever there could be an easy 54 point night this could have been it because I had to just watch back just to check if I was just tripping on this, but I wasn't. But Fred, like, so he, he shot 11 threes. Which, of course, if you make 11 threes, you're well on your way to 50. You're already half, you're half the way there. More than half. Um, but I was looking back on the 11 threes. 10 of those 11 threes were catch and shoot variety. So what that means is that it wasn't like this was one of those Steph Curry, you know, he had, what, 60-something earlier this season, 62? Um, you know, it wasn't like when Dame goes off to 60, nothing like that. Like, you know, when those guys are hitting like 40 footers and you're just like, yo, what is going on? Like, this is ridiculous. No, I mean, like I was thinking what's going on because Fred had 50 plus points, but 10 of his 11 threes were catch and shoot. And listen, the magic, they should be really embarrassed. Not necessarily because they let Fred score. Fred's a really good score. Okay. You know, it's, it happens, you know, good, good defense. Fred has scored 30 plus on. Having, but if you watch back this game, (laughs) there was just so little defense by the Magic, uh, especially against Fred. And I don't understand because Fred was obviously the guy who was going to shoot the ball. This guy had 17 in the first quarter. He had 28 by halftime. He had 18 in the third quarter. And you would think, all right. So Fred's going to he play the whole third quarter. He's got to sit a little bit to just catch his breath in the fourth quarter before he checks back in. Uh, you know, it, it was reasonably close. Like, it was like a 12-point game with eight minutes left when, when Fred checks back into the game. You know, if you're Steve Clifford, who, who has a very bald head and looks like that communication tool they use in Lord of the Rings, 
the Palantir. Anyway, um, you know, if you're if you're Steve Clifford, you must be telling these guys. I mean, it's forget even just at the, the fourth quarter mark, just at halftime. You look at the box score. You say, okay, Fred's got half the Raptors points. Maybe guard Fred. Maybe trap Fred. Maybe press up on Fred. Maybe when he comes off a of pick and roll, or when he's screening and stuff like that, make sure you send two to Fred. Uh, instead of losing track of him, but no, but no, he had 10 catch and shoot threes. This reminded me of the Daniel Marshall 12.3 three uh, pointer game, which by the way still stands as the record for the Raptors. Uh, obviously, Danielle and Kobe shared it for the longest time, and then I think Clay broke it, then Steph broke it, then Clay broke it. Whatever, it belongs to the Splash Bros. And I think Zach Levine is in there, oddly. Um, but you know that that Daniel Marshall game. It was it was a similar deal. Um, if you weren't watching Raptors basketball 2006 or 2005, just congratulations. Uh, you had you used your time more productively than a lot of other people did. But in that game, the Raptors just ran pick and pop for Daniel Marshall like 20 times, and he made 12 threes. For some reason, the, the I, for, I think they were playing Philly or something. They just like the coaches wouldn't adjust their defense. They were just like no. You know, we will allow the three. Of course, a lot in basketball has changed in the last, like, you know, two decades to this game. But, man, Fred got ten wide-open catch-and-shoot threes. Yeah, some of them were impressive, you know? Like, some of them were, like, deep threes, absolutely. Um, but I, I just couldn't believe the Magic let him get open time after time. After the third quarter, I was thinking, you know, like, all right, Fred's going to check into the fourth quarter. He had 46 points. You know, 50 was in range. The franchise record was in range. He had 11 threes, so the three-point record for the Raptors was in range. I mean, yo, the NBA three-point record was in range, okay? When you get to 11, you're very close. The record, I believe, is 14. And Fred had eight minutes left in the game when he checked in. You would think the whole defense would press up on Fred and refuse to let him shoot. This is how Fred scored the last eight points of the game to get to the 54, all right? He drives in transition into Evan Fournier uh, and gets two free throws. Okay, that happens. You know, it's transition. You know, it's hard to stop a team in transition. Okay, so he gets the two free throws. He was 9-9 from the free throw line tonight. He gets to 48 points. How does Fred Van Lee get to 50? Fred is just, you know, Kyle's bringing the ball up. Fred is there. I think Baines is there. Fred just makes a backdoor cut. Not even a screen, not even a hard cut. Like, I'm just talking like a simple, like, clear out. Maybe he wants to get the ball on the right side of the floor instead of the left. But he cuts towards the paint. And literally, Fournier just lets him go. And Fred just gets a wide-open layup for 50. This man had 48 points at that point, Magic. What are you doing? Have some self-respect. Please, play some defense. I mean, don't play some defense. But pl- please, at least just have some professional pride. You guys are televised, watched by, you know, some number of thousands of people in the Orlando area and, and beyond. Uh, and, you know, you get paid, like, handsomely to play basketball, like, play some defense. So, Fred gets a wide-open layup, back backdoor cutting uh, against Evan Fournier for 50. Then, uh, <laughs> on, like, 30 seconds after that, the Magic, Cole Anthony drives, the rookie throws a blind pass to the three-point line. Nobody is there. Fred just happens to be at the top of the floor, chases down the, uh, the pass, I mean, it, and it goes in for a layup. Honestly, Cole Anthony should get an assist for that because he threw a perfect outlet pass to get Fred in transition. So that's 52. That matches DeMar DeRozan's franchise record. And then the next play down, the same play as when Fred back cut Evan Fournier. He did the exact same thing. Kyle threw the pass over the top. And Fred even fumbled the pass the first time. The first pass from Kyle, Fred was so open, Kyle could have thrown Fred an alley-oop and Fred could have dunked the ball. Like, that's how open he was, okay? And then the second time around, to get to the 54, Evan Fournier loses him again. Fred, this time, 
fumbles the the fumbles the catch a little bit, so he's a little bit delayed. There's still no help defense, and Fred just thro- like throws in a wide open layup to get the 54 points, and that is honestly how he got to the franchise record. He got 10 wide open threes. He had a he had an impressive pull up three as well. But again, the defense was dropping back. Why would you do that against Fred? I have no idea. Um, and then he got a bunch of layups and he got some free throws. And of course, you know, he played an amazing game. Don't get me wrong, but the Magic's defense was just hilarious in this one. But it obviously, it was a fantastic night. It became a really, really exciting game. You know, uh, I think the last time I, the, the last podcast where I did um, the Raptors Magic uh, recap, I, I compared Raptors Magic games to like reruns of Friends. Um, this is basically like one of those elite Friends episodes. Um, which they do exist, you know, like when Ross got a tan or when Ross, you know, had the sandwich. Like, this was one of those games. And honestly, the Magic, the first Magic game with Aaron, Aaron Gordon and, and Kyle Lowry getting into it was already great entertainment. Kyle apparently got sl- assessed a flagrant foul retroactively by the league. Um, Steve Clifford, and, and again, his very, very incredibly shiny head. Um, he, uh, he, you know, he said before the game, you know, it's a dangerous play. There's no room for that. You know, like someone could have got really badly hurt. And it's like when you watch the play, he, does Kyle Lowry stick his butt out? Yes, he does. And does Kyle Lowry um, play physical? Absolutely. It, did Kyle Lowry even want to throw something towards Aaron Gordon? Apparently he did because he did throw it. He, he threw the back out. But it's a box out. I don't understand. He's a smaller player. He's six feet tall against a six eight guy who literally can jump over the freaking magic mascot while doing a three sixty windmill or something like that, uh, and, and and you know and, and do that kind of uh, has that kind of athleticism. So you know, for as a smaller guy, you probably want to you know move and anticipate the contact. Whatever. So they called it a flagrant. So that game was already exciting, and then this game, thanks to Fred VanVleet, was one of the most exciting games of the season. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if you, if you had told me coming into this two-game stretch, Raptors play at home-and-home home against um, the Orlando Magic, if those were going to be the two most exciting games of the season, I would have uh, definitely said you were high. But, no, they were, they were incredibly entertaining. And Fred tonight, 54 points. So happy for the guy. Obviously, so much attention on him after the game. You know, uh, Kyle spoke, you know, very, very glowingly about Fred. You know, he said, that's my brother. Um, I'm so proud of him. You know, obviously... Demar reached out on Twitter and and, and and congratulated Fred on beating his franchise record, um, and and that's so cool. A because um, it's clearly still such a brotherhood between these guys, um, you know. And and Kyle and Demar, they're basically like Fred's parents in the NBA, right? Like Kyle and Demar were the two vets on this team. Fred joined the team 2016, right? And those guys were the vets. They formed the foundation. Obviously, Kyle, you know, is. The, he plays the same position as Fred, took him in as an understudy. Um, and for those guys to see Fred the way they are, to do what he did tonight was amazing. And, you know, uh, that was great. Uh, it was great to see just the reaction. I mean, the only thing I was missing was, like, you know, I guess fans. Although, honestly, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure how many fans would have been there in Orlando for this game. Um, it might have been, honestly, half Raptor fans especially now that it's winter, and I'm sure a lot of Canadians like to go to Florida for the winter. Um, But, you know, what was also great about the 54 points for Fred was how efficient it was. Now, of course, anytime you get to 50, you're pretty much having an efficient night. I mean, unless you're doing the the Kobe send-off game where you take 50 shots uh, for 60 points, you know, you're generally going to have a very efficient game that leads you to have 50. But if you compare Fred's game to the other four, or the other three... uh, 
50-point games in Raptors franchise history. Those belong to DeMar DeRozan, 52, Terrence Ross is 51, and Vince Carter's 51. Uh, Fred actually had the most efficient game. First off, Fred uh, only needed 23 shots to get to 54 uh, points. uh, DeMar uh, needed 29 shots. Terrence Ross needed 29. Vince Carter needed 32. All right. Fred, of course, made the most threes. T. Ross had 10 of 17, which, you know, amazing game. Honestly, I had tickets to go to that game. I gave it to my dad and my brother, and they went. It was one of, maybe one of their first ever games live, and they came back and were just like, yo, who is Terrence Ross? And they kept asking about him for, like, the next two, three years, and I kept having to tell them that, like, this guy's honestly a little bit disappointing. Uh, but, you know, obviously that was an incredible night. Um, but, yeah. Terrence Ross had 10 of 17 from three that night. Fred tonight was 17 or 11 of 14 from three. Um, everybody made their free throws, obviously. But Fred was also the guy who needed the fewest minutes, 37 minutes for Fred VanVleet to get to 54 points. DeMar needed 43 minutes. That was an overtime game. Terrence Ross, 44. Uh, that game, the Raptors were really banged up, and I think they're playing the Clippers. Uh, and then Vince Carter, 43. I didn't watch that game. That was in 2000. I was probably still in Tianjin, China at that point. So, um, you know, but I'm sure it was an effect. It was a great night. Apparently it was on national television, which was a big deal even back then. Um, But yeah, so Fred, honestly, a really efficient night. Really, really good. And again, the Magic defense was just horrible. Uh, It's just horrible, but um, really, really fun game. You know, honestly, at the start, I was a little bit worried as for the actual game itself. You know, I had all these notes about the details of the game. And of course, I forgot all those because uh, mostly I was just, uh, you know, focused on Fred after the game. But early in the game, it was actually a bit uh, of a concern. The Magic started the game on a... Uh, they were up 14-3. to three, And I was like, you know, come on, guys. Like, what are you doing against the, the Magic? Of course, they, they lost Aaron Gordon in addition to the many other um, major injuries they've suffered. Uh, so you just hope that the Raptors could, you know, compose themselves. Their defense at half was not good. They'd given up 60 points, which honestly, 60 points given up to the Magic, this specific version of the Magic, with them being so banged up, is almost worse than giving up 70 to the Kings by half or 70 to the, the Pacers by half. Bad defense all around by the Raptors, but the Raptors completely locked in. And of course, their scoring was just uh, off the charts. And, you know, the Magic, again, defensively were not great, but they did change the way they played defense um, in the first game. I feel like the Magic were more concerned about the pick and rolls with with Kyle, with Fred. Um, And, you know, they kind of allowed Pascal to play one-on-one. They kind of figured, okay, we put a bigger guy on Pascal. Let's put Ken Burch on Pascal uh, and, you know, Mo Bamba at times, Nick Vucevic. And let's just, you know, let him go one-on-one and uh, we'll try to cover the perimeter. That didn't really work. Pascal had, what, 30 in that game. Today, completely different circumstances. They hard-doubled Pascal every time he got into the post. They basically gave him the Nick Vucevic treatment, um, and Pascal was forced to pass. But Pascal did a pretty good job passing the ball. Eight assists tonight. Was really quick in recognizing the double teams. Kicked it out. The Raptors were able to play, swing the ball. And the Raptors just had an incredible night shooting three. Obviously, Fred shooting 11 of 14 is going to help the percentage. But Raptors as a team, 20 of 45 from three. And the starting five, much better. Kyle, three of eight from three. Had the pull-up threes, you know, the usual sermon of Kyle threes. Norm was really efficient in his role, 23 points tonight for, for Norm in his return uh, after he missed the last two games. You know, it, the Raptors were just moving the ball well. And even though the Raptors didn't get much scoring off the bench, all this other stuff, it doesn't really matter. Like, the Raptors just, you know, basically, as soon as they played defense, the Raptors had the win. And that's what happened. The Raptors in the third third quarter played a lot better defensively. Um, and 
you know, Fred was still scoring like 18 points a quarter. And uh, yeah, that's how you end up with a, a game like this where the Raptors won. The only, I was actually kind of happy. You know, usually, you know, I, I don't try to tempt fate or things like that. But, uh, and of course, I never root against the Raptors ever, ever. Okay. But, uh, you know, to start the fourth quarter after Fred had played the entire third quarter, uh, the Raptors were, you know, up like 10 points ish. Kyle was in, you know, I think Pascal was in as well. Like they, you know, and I was just, I found myself hoping that the Raptors were missed shots so that Fred could come back in. The worst thing that could have happened, well, not the worst, but what it would have been unfortunate if the Raptors built such a big lead that Fred couldn't have come in for the last quarter just to, you know, get the record. It would have sucked if he just sat on the bench for the third or for the fourth quarter. Um, the Raptors did just enough. And of course, the Magic got a few calls to help them. They, I mean, I'm not saying the refs were helping the Magic. I just mean, like, a few calls, you know, literally benefited them, supplemented their scoring because they weren't doing much scoring in the second half uh, that allowed Fred to come back in. And I actually thought it was pretty cool that, A, so Fred got four minutes to sit at, at, to start the fourth quarter. He had played the entire third quarter. He had one of the plays of the game um, defensively where, you know, Pascal drove. Um, I thought he got fouled. You know, no play, no nothing was called. The, the, it was a turnover, a live ball turnover with like three seconds left. Magic going the other way. Terrence Ross streaking in for a transition layup. And you would have thought this easy layup, right? The, the buzzer beater. You know, it, it would have been a. I mean, that's the expected outcome. Except for the fact that Fred sprinted his ass off to just press Terrence Ross all the way down the floor and, and stripped him right at the baseline. And, you know, just as well, just as much as it's 54 points, it's impressive. How about three assists and three blocks from your point guard? Do you know Fred Van Vliet is second on the team in blocks this season? Obviously, Chris Boucher is number one. He's got 41 blocks. Fred Van Vliet is second on the team with 15 blocks. Now, of course, as Kyle said in the postgame, a lot of those are strips as guys go up. So, you know, that's kind of a, it, it could be a steal, it could be a block, you know, but either way. Uh, you know, if you just want to look at stocks, right, the combined steal plus blocks, Fred was six of those tonight, in addition to the fact that he was clearly the guy the Raptors are looking for offensively. So just an incredible night. And that says everything you need to know about Fred, honestly, because he's, you know, just that kind of competitor. And again, uh, you know, Fred could have been thirsty to go for this record, but really at no point was he forcing up shots. And we've seen Fred force up shots. There was not a game, you know, this is not a game where Fred was just jacking up everything. I mean, he was shooting because he was open and there, there was the right decision, but it wasn't like he was chasing a number. When he came back into the game, you know, obviously when he came back in, great buzz, right? Everyone's excited. Oh my God, you know, Fred is, you know, about to go for 50 and maybe the franchise record. But it wasn't like they looked for Fred every single time. You know, they were running the regular offense. Kyle driving to the rim. Norm getting open corner three. You know, Baines even was taking threes. And I was like, yo, what are we doing in the fourth quarter, man? We need Fred to get to 60. We need Fred to do all this stuff. Baines is shooting threes. You know, but honestly, that's just how this game was. And with three minutes left in the game, Nick took Fred out of the game. And, you know, he put, you know, his deep bench in. Because the Magic had waved the white flag. And honestly, that's very cool that that the Raptors did that. It's just a show of sportsmanship. You know, of course... When you set the record, you want to set the record even higher, right? Because only so many times in your life that you know you can get the fifty-four points. Uh, but the Raptors actually showed great sportsmanship, and they they pulled Fred, and uh, he had the record already. There was no need to chase sixty or chase the NBA three-point record, all that stuff against like you know who are essentially the Magic's fourth-string players because they're really banged up. But yeah, man, just uh, 
really happy for Fred, honestly. Um, you know, and it, it was a good night all around, honestly. I thought Pascal's passing was good. Kyle had a triple double. Uh, his defense was really good tonight. Um, you know, the Magic were, I, again, they're you know they're short some playmakers, so um, it was a little tough. Once they once the Raptors got a lid on, you know, got, got the handle on Evan Fournier, who started the game off really well. Uh, but once the Raptors got into their Evan Fournier defensive package, you know, it, it was a lot. It was up to a lot of the other guys to create. And, you know, Cole Anthony had four turnovers. Fournier had six turnovers. Kyle was in the passing lanes like a menace going to the, you know, leading the break, you know, doing well. Um, you know, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 14 points for for, for Kyle. Um, you know, and, and again, Kyle's just that kind of guy where, yeah, he had a triple double, man. No one talked about that with Kyle after the post game. If you ever watch the interview with Kyle, pretty much none of them, none of the reporters, none of us reporters ever asked Kyle about himself. I mean, if it was like a beef, like with the Aaron Gordon thing, yeah, okay, whatever. But no one asked Kyle about Kyle. Everyone asked Kyle about other players as if he's like Nick Nurse or something. That's and and honestly, Kyle's more than happy to deflect, right? When Kyle Lowry passed ten thousand points, all he talked about in the post game was just how happy he is to see guys grow. You know. um, to, to see, you know, Fred, you know, OG, Norm, Pascal, those guys grow, become players, uh, and become their own guys in, in the NBA. Um, and today, Kyle has a triple-double. All he's talking about was Fred. Roasting Fred, you know, roasting his sweater. Uh, roasting, I mean, pointing out how, how rich his watch was. You know, like, um, Kyle's that dude, man. And, and he's obviously a great leader. I was really happy with Norm's performance as well. This is Norm's fifth straight game with 20-plus points. Uh, and, and again, you know, we've seen players come back from injuries this season uh, and not look themselves, right? Like Pascal came back, you know, eh, I, I, you know, a little iffy. You know, we, we've seen Kyle come back. You know, that first game back against the Indiana was downright ugly. Well, Norm came back and he was got right back to work. Uh, 20 plus points, you know, and, and it, it's it's starting to feel easy uh, and normal that, that, that Norm had, you know, 20 plus points. When he got to the 20 point plateau, you know, Matt Devlin said, Yo, this is the fifth string game for Norm with 20. And I was like, Norm has 20? Right? And it was one of those games where you don't even notice it as much anymore because Norm is just settling into his role. And really, his role is very simple. Um, it, it, the Raptors, the way they play, are kind of really catered towards Norm's skill set, right? Um, a, get out in transition. And Norm has done a really good job, right? Defensively tonight, four steals. I thought his ball pressure was really good. Had two st- strips that I'm pretty sure led to fast breaks. And honestly, uh, you know, he was constantly an option in the fast break. Um, catch and shoot for three. He had the Raptors' first basket of the game. Raptors had Pascal on the post. Double came. Pascal kicked it out. Kyle to Fred to, to Norm in the corner. Bain setting a down screen. Also kind of pulling the, def- the, 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 the defender trying to rotate, but... You know, that's that's what you have Baines for, screening. Um, and Norm hits the three to start the game. Norm got open catch-and-shoot threes, gets to the free-throw line on drives. Um, yeah, it, it's honestly kind of simple. Now Norm, of late, especially in the last two, three weeks, has really reminded you of last year's Norm, where we were all loving last year's Norm. Last year's Norm was like a revelation, right? And, it, it, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, tonight uh, Norm was – was really good, and I'm hoping Norm stays in this rhythm. Obviously, it helps when he plays with the starters, but I think it just helps his confidence as overall, right? Um, you start with a new season, different circumstances. You don't really know uh, how it's going to go. You can kind of get down on yourself, lose some confidence. Well, I mean, he should have all the confidence in the world because he's playing amazing. And I think the Raptors' offenses look so much better. A, Norm gives them a downward, downhill presence going towards the basket. Um, 
and and B, you know, he's just one of the more natural scorers. And the Raptors don't have that many natural finishers. So um, Norm has been really nice. And, yeah, I mean, nothing really notable off the bench. Um, Bembry played again, was very solid in his role. Um, he actually missed Fred wide open in the corner for three. I think Fred had a 40 at that point, so Fred wasn't mad about it. But, uh, you know, you know, it could be 57 points. Um, Stanley played limited minutes. You know, Boucher, I thought he was actually better defensively today, uh, which is good because he had a couple of games there where he was really getting um, torched on that end. Utah had a dunk, stepped out of bounds. That would have led to another dunk. You know, nothing there. Uh, you know, TD played. Um, Matt Thomas, Paul Watson, Malachi Flynn, those guys got in at garbage time. And, and yeah, it's just an easy win, man. And it's it's been... You know, it's been a long season. Not a lot of easy wins this year. Uh, as a Raptor fan, obviously we're way more accustomed to that as opposed as compared to uh, you know the struggles that we have seen this year. But listen, you know the Raptors are doing their best and to entertain us. And uh, I mean, damn, yeah, the tonight's game was very entertaining. Thanks to Fred VanVleet, who obviously gets the first star of the game. Let me just say this slowly so we can really take it in. Fifty-four points for Mister Fred VanVleet. Seventeen of twenty-three from the field. 11 of 14 from three, nine of nine from the free throw line, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. I'm sorry, three steals, my bad, and three blocks, plus 20 in 37 minutes. Unbelievable. Um, Take a bow, Fred VanVleet. Unbelievable game. Sets the franchise record. And I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to see who sets, who breaks the record next, man. I mean, it's a. You know, I I wouldn't have expected Fred to, to, to get this record, but honestly. You know, if you're going to get the formula seems to be if you're going to get to 50 plus points, you're probably going to have to make 10 threes. Who's most likely on the team to get 10 threes? It's probably just Fred again. So you listen, the next time Raptors play the Magic, um, you know, maybe just circle that in your calendar uh, as as one you don't want to miss. In terms of your second star, I'm going to give that to Kyle. I thought Kyle played a really well-rounded game. Uh, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 4 steals, plus 19 in 34 minutes. Had three threes, uh, just ran the show really well. You know, back-to-back games with double-digit assists. He had 15 in the first one. That game, Fred was kind of banged up. So uh, Kyle kind of took over more of the playmaking. Today, playmaking for Kyle was just, yo, pass to Fred. Yo, if you wanted assist, if you wanted to bump up your assist tonight, just pass to Fred, okay? Because this guy wasn't missing. But uh, Kyle ran a really good show, as he usually does. And then your third star, you know, I I thought about giving this to Pascal. I thought his passing was really nice. But uh, you got to give it to Norm. 23 points. In 29 minutes, in his return from injury, 7 of 15 shooting, 4 of 9 from 3, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 4 steals as well for Norm, which is uh, really good. Honestly, he's got good length, he's got good ball pressure, he can, you know, he's got good athleticism, got good quickness. No reason why he can't be more disruptive as a defender, and today was really, really good at breaking up passes in the backcourt. And honestly, the Magic threw some very lazy, you know, point-to-wing passes, like, or, you know, just put some zip on the ball. Honestly, have some respect, but whatever. Uh, in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award winner, um, that's got to go to Chuma Okiki. All right, this guy was uh, Kiki's delivery service in terms of scoring tonight with uh, 10 points. And honestly, it felt more than 10 because he just, I, I, I don't know what his deal was. Uh, this is his first game of the season. Um uh, and yeah, I mean, he, he was, I wasn't really sure what he was on the floor for. I mean, I had no idea who he was and, um, I, the Raptors kind of maybe didn't have an idea what he was cause they were leaving him open and he was making all sorts of jumpers, mid range jumpers as well. 
you know, uh, yeah, I was quite surprised. So uh, there you go. Chuma Okiki um, with the uh, Gerald Henderson Award. But very fun night. Highly recommend you go watch the, A, go watch the highlights of Fred. Uh, because you know you'll, you'll see how effortless it was for Fred to get to his 54, his franchise record. Uh, watch the post game interviews; it was very, very fun. Um, you know, especially Kyle and, and, and Fred, obviously, but definitely Kyle talking about Fred was was very nice. Uh, go vote Fred Van Lee for honestly, go vote for him for All Star, man. Go look up how to vote on Google on whatever. You know, I'm sure you know the listening devices that are on your around your house. If you just say Fred Van Lee All Star, that's a vote or something like that, but. Go vote Fred for All-Star, man. He's been the Raptors' best player this season, absolutely. And he's, I mean, look at this game tonight. He absolutely deserves it. So, um, Raptors are 9-12. and 12. They got you know, a couple days off uh, coming up before they take on the Brooklyn Nets, uh, who just beat the Los Angeles Clippers. So, that's, that's tough. Um, the Nets, I mean, defensively, they're not going to play well. Um, but offensively, obviously, they have as much talent, if not more, than the rest of the league. So, um, yeah, you know. Good game, really fun game. Raptors Magic. This is definitely one of the most fun Raptors Magic games I've covered, maybe since uh, you know Raptors Magic Game Five, where the Raptors just destroyed them. Um, but yeah, you know, congrats to Fred once again. So thanks everyone for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Go read ten things. Go watch the Kyle Lowry, um, the story of how Kyle Lowry accidentally became the greatest player in franchise history. Uh, you know. And, you know, go watch Raptors group chat. Go watch I'll Run It Back tomorrow. We're definitely going to talk more Fred. And, um, yeah, go enjoy, um, you know, Wednesday in Toronto. I'm sure it'll be great. So uh, thanks for listening. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.